Welcome to another Inside Line podcast. You are listening to a show dedicated to discussing actual cases. Dr. Daniel Cameron has been treating adolescent and adults for more than 30 years. He feels that the best way to get to know Lyme disease is through reviewed actual cases. Please remember that the advice given is general and not intended as specific advice as to any particular patient. If you require specific advice, then please seek that advice from an experienced professional. Now, please welcome Dr. Daniel Cameron. Hello, welcome to another Inside Lyme case. I will be discussing a 75-year-old Chinese man with a negative Lyme disease test. Luckman and colleagues first discussed this case in the journal Case Reports in Infectious Diseases in 2018. A 75-year-old Chinese man was evaluated in an emergency room for an unsteady gait. He had a history of hypertension, hyperlipidemia, coronary artery disease, diabetes, benign prosthetic hyperplasia, and osteoarthritis, wrote the authors. His examination was normal. His blood test showed mild anemia and had a low platelet count, so he was sent home. Four days later, he was hospitalized with a maximum fever of 105 degrees Fahrenheit and an unsteady gait. He found it difficult to maintain his balance. He suffered from, quote, rigors, chills, diaphoresis, diffuse myalgias, generalized weakness, malaise, confusion, and decreased appetite, end quote, wrote the authors. The most significant findings during the laboratory evaluation was a mild anemia, a decrease in his white blood cells, and a marked reduction in his platelet count. The doctors considered Lyme disease. He initially had a negative Lyme disease test. The doctors apparently did not request a Western blot test after the initial screening Lyme test was negative. The doctors suspected instead a bacterial infection. They prescribed ceftriaxone, ampicillin, and vancomycin. But by the next day, the man's condition worsened. His heart rate climbed to over 200. His blood pressure dropped. He developed encephalopathy. Now, encephalopathy refers to brain disease, damage, or malfunction. The symptoms can range from memory loss or subtle personality changes to acute confusion and dementia. His doctors then ordered more than the screening Lyme disease test. His blood tests were now positive for Lyme disease and Babesia. He was positive for Lyme disease by a Lyme IgG and IgM, ELISA test, and a Lyme IgM Western blot. He was also positive by Babesia microti IgG and IgM antibody test. So they did a spinal tap, despite the absence of evidence of meningitis. His spinal tap was positive for Lyme disease by an IgM and IgG Western blot test. Now, spinal taps have not been all that helpful in some studies. Less than 1 in 10 patients with chronic neurologic Lyme disease tested had an abnormal spinal tap in the 1990 study by Legigian and colleagues but in his case, he had a positive spinal tap. The man was diagnosed with Lyme neuroborreliosis. He was prescribed doxycycline for 21 days. He was not treated for Babesia. He would have had to have been treated with medications like the combination of atovacone and azithromycin. Within 48 hours, his cognitive function and gait returned to normal, according to the authors. The authors summarized the different the difficulties making a diagnosis of Lyme neurobrilliosis. The authors write, here we have presented a patient who has no 
characteristic clinical signs of Lyme disease, whose main symptoms were high fever, encephalopathy, diffuse myalgias, and tachycardia. A broad range of other tests were normal. So what can we learn from this case? Lyme disease can lead to an abnormal gait and encephalopathy. The doctors diagnosed Lyme disease despite the initial negative Lyme disease test. The man had neurologic Lyme disease despite the absence of signs of meningitis. What questions does this case raise? How often have doctors dismissed Lyme disease if the screening tests were negative? Should the doctors have treated for Babesia? He was over 50, placing him at higher risk of complications of Babesia. I have patients with Babesia who are symptomatic and finding it difficult to function. It would have been helpful to have the man return for follow-up to assess his symptoms and function given he had a history of a Babesia test that was positive. What is the long-term outcome for this 75-year-old Chinese man with Lyme disease and Babesia? Many patients are complex, as highlighted in this Inside Lyme podcast series. We need more doctors with skills recognizing tick-borne illness if a patient has a negative Lyme disease test. We hope that professionals evaluating individuals with a negative Lyme disease test can use this case to remind them to look for tick-borne illnesses and treat accordingly. And thank you for joining me for another Inside Lyme podcast. Thank you for listening to another Inside Lyme podcast, a show dedicated to discussing actual cases. Keep in mind, the notes for this episode and all episodes can be found on our website at danielcameronmd.com. Sign up for our newsletter to keep up with our cases. As always, it is your likes, comments, and shares that help spread the word about this podcast and our work. If you can, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Until next time on Inside Lime.